you have your offering here tonight, I encourage you to pop it in the little box um, at the very back. Um, and without further ado, we are going to welcome up our first fire preacher for tonight. And it is Miss Chloe. So let's give her a round of applause. So I'm just going to have a quick yarn to you all about prayer. So who knows what prayer is? <laughs> so prayer is, is prayer a magical formula where we get what we want? Is it like, yo God, I really like Darcy's one heart hat. Just put it into Josh's head to be like, Chloe deserves a one heart merch hat. <laughs> I think, do you think that's what prayer is? Well, is it prayer just for Pastor Josh and Claire and the youth leaders? Yeah, no, it's not. And it's not for special occasions. What prayer is, is it's just having a regular conversation with God. Just like I would have a chat to Claire. Hey, Claire, how you going? That's good. See, that's how God wants you to just have a bit of a chat to him over prayer. Um, so pretty much God created us to be in relationship with him and he loves us. And he loves to just have a bit of a yarn with us, yeah? Um, and so, yeah, just like you talk to your best friends about what's happening and what's bothering you and what you need help with, you can do the exact same thing with God. So, <laughs> in Psalms 139, um, I'm just going to paraphrase it, so I do apologise Bible college students in the room. <laughs> So you know everything I'm going to say even before I say it. So um, I think my homeboy David wrote this. <laughs> so, so why do we pray if God already knows? I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so <laughs> we do it because um, we thank God. We're praising, like, so we're thanking God for what he gives us. So God gives us everything that we have. It's a bit crazy. You might be like, I work really hard for what I've got. But God's just given you the opportunity, the skills, your abilities. So everything that you get is just through those sorts of abilities. We can do it to praise God. We can do it when we stuff up. I don't know about you guys, but I stuff up all the time. Like, so I, I do a lot of, um, I do a lot of, damn it, God, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> like, what the heck? Give me patience. Or I do the, with my brothers. Who does this with your brothers? Oh, dear Lord, give me strength. <laughs> See, prayers are strength. So that's a prayer of help. And so Jesus prayed often, and because we are disciples, each one of us who are believers are disciples of Jesus, and because he prayed often, we are expected to pray often. And so again, I'm paraphrasing in Luke 11, <laughs> so, um, oh no, I'm reading from Luke 11, hold up, hold up. So how do we pray? Well, Jesus told his disciples when they asked him, when you pray, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread. And forgive us of our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us and lead us not into temptation. Or we can do the old remix version and it will be like, Father, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Um, I don't know the rest of that. <laughs> I'm not that old school, unfortunately. But look up King James Version if you want to do a bit of old school rap. 
And then if we go down a bit further, he just says, like, suppose you have a friend. Because, like, what happens when we pray? Does God give us what we want? Like, I want, oh, I'm looking at Claire's shoes. They're pretty nice. So I'm just going to pray for that. Well, he actually, in the prayer, talks about how your will be done. So God actually doesn't give us what we want, but he gives us what we need. Sometimes we can't see it. It's sort of like a kid playing with a knife, a two-year-old, you know? I could be chopping, uh, Katrina's got kids up in here and so does our. You could be chopping up some stuff for dinner and a kid could come up to you and be like, yo, give me that knife. Well, probably not a two-year-old. Yep, so did you give your kid matches? Yeah, because that's like future arsonist right there. So it's the same thing. Sometimes we could be like, God, I just want a boyfriend right now. Oh, guess what, guys, you're all too young. 18, come and see me. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) sometimes God doesn't give us what we want and he gives us what we need instead. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so God loves to hear from us um, however we come to him. So so we've got got a little bit of a story. So I have a little cousin and he sort of thinks he's an OG original gangster. And so he, he caught me praying one day and he's like, what is that? What are you doing? You got an imaginary friend or what? Yeah, so um, I just said, you just talk to God like you would talk to your friends. And so there's no fancy way of doing it, but like God does give us a bit of a thing to follow in case we're not sure. And you know what, this guy, this little kid, actually he's like 10 at the time, he's like, yo, Father God, big G, like it's your boy down here. And his name was Noah. He's like, it's your boy Noah down here. If, if you're real, give me a sign. Yeah, peace out. And so, like, do you think that God heard his prayer more than he heard mine? Yeah. No, he didn't. And so that's what it is. All praying is, is just spending quality time with God and just reaching out to him. And you don't need to use fancy words. Actually, Jesus even, you know, Jesus is like sort of like a sassy uncle. Like, and when the Pharisees were sort of like just rambling on praying, he's just sort of like bit a little sass. And he said, you don't need all that. Go away in a quiet place and do it. Don't be showing off up here and praying like that. So you don't have to use these big spiritual Christianese words. You can just use average Joe language. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) sorry, my apologies. (laughs) Um, and yeah, so then in um, 1 Samuel, like, oh no, I'm not going to do that one today. So in 1 John 5, I think it is, um, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, remember that, his will, he hears us. And then Jesus also in um, Luke, I think, Luke 11, he goes on about a bit, um, about going to a friend's house at night and knocking on, annoying the um, annoy, annoying them. <laughs> so, <laughs> trying to be PG up here. <laughs> so he just, um, yeah, annoys the bejeevers out of them for a loaf of bread. I think it is. Is it bread, Josh? Bible college student? Yeah. <laughs> so he annoys him for bread and um, the friend ends up getting up and giving it to him. So he pretty much says, just keep on knocking, keep on seeking. Because sometimes we can pray for something once and we can be like, oh, Spend five minutes. Hmm. What's going on, God? And um, who came to church today? 
What was the what was the communion message? God's never late. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes we're expecting things to be done in five minutes, but they're not going to happen. Yeah, and so um, and then just to finish it off, Jesus also says like in the same sort of thing about how God actually gives good gifts. So he just talks about if you know you ask for something, you. Your father's not going to give you a snake, so God's not going to give you a snake either. So, yeah, just try praying. And my next small groups, I'm expecting each one of you guys to pray. <laughs> and now I'm going to wor- welcome up the big OG himself, my boy Toyin. Uh, hi, I'm Toyin. So, mine is about hard work. So, no one really likes working hard for something that they don't care about. Whether it be if you're forced to play like a sport in PE or you're doing an assignment you don't care about. Uh, It's something that everybody knows about and has probably done. I'm really sorry. I know what I'm doing, I just can't read. (laughs) Okay, there we go. Uh, People usually work hard for something that they care about. For example, like if you're getting a job, you're not really working because you want to work, you're working because you want money or something else. Uh, Just like how athletes will spend hours a day exercising so that they can get better at their sport and people will just try to get more of something. Okay, I'd like to talk about a Bible verse, Psalms 128 verse 2. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed and it shall be well with you. Psalms 128 verse 2. So inside of it, it's basically saying that what you put in, you get out. And you're reaping what you sow. So I reckon that as a church, it's our job to work hard and do stuff we're not really comfortable about to make more people to come to church. Uh, this verse also talks about sacrifice and reward. So some things you'll have to sacrifice uh, would probably, I can't speak English, uh, would probably be your time and uh, energy. Uh, and, that, and then labor means to work hard or hard work. And when it says eat the fruit, it just means the reward you earn from your hard work. I'd like to welcome up Jaunty. I was hoping to get the good hand. Um, all right. Hello. My name is Jaunty. Not. Uh, let me just uh, find my notes. Sorry. Sorry to get rid of it. All right. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to just preach on something that's uh, probably 
probably a bit of a hard pill to swallow, actually. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty notorious for draw, doing it. Uh, I reckon everyone in this room is actually <laughs> uh, starting something and not finishing it. Ooh. Uh, so <laughs> look, uh, starting anything really, and you know those first depends what it is, but the first sort of week or so. You know, you're right into it. You're putting a lot of effort in. Uh, then it gets to sort of halfway through and you either get too busy, lose interest, or just pretty much a lack of motivation. Uh, in some cases, this can be a little like your faith. You might come back from youth with a lot of enthusiasm uh, for what, you know, for what's ahead, what, it, what you got planned. <laughs> Uh, I'll mention, coming back from Youth Alive, uh, this is my story, I'd say. I was pretty keen, but, you know, after a little while, you start to lose a bit of motivation, forget to forget to read your Bible. Um, but, you know, that's why you have youth. Uh, that's why you come to youth, you know. It's that extra little bit to keep you going through the week. Um, so, a Bible verse I'm just going to quickly read out, if that's going to come up. Uh, 2 Corinthians 8, 10 to 11. All right, sweet. <laughs> and, and here is my advice. It would be good for you to finish what you've started a year ago, last year, where you were the first who wanted to give, and you were the first to begin doing it. Uh, okay. I actually put, put a Google search in earlier today for things we start but don't finish. 142 million articles. That's that's crazy, hey. That's ridiculous, really. Um, so obviously that got me thinking. Why is it we don't finish things? Like, what's the reason behind this all? Uh, so in my opinion, I've got a few reasons I've come up with that uh, are why we don't finish things, and a few sort of ways to fix that. <laughs> Uh, making a deadline. Everyone got that? Uh, making a deadline forces you to have to complete a task at hand, and it will pretty much make your body or whatever whatever's at hand finish it. Uh, simply start. I, I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but you'd be surprised if you give it a go. Uh, just starting gives you that little bit of motivation to complete the task and uh, a sense of achievement when you finish the task. Think of that sense of achievement when you say, finish your reading your Bible, you know. You're feeling good after it. You feel you're in God's presence. Um, so, and that way, you'll just be a lot more energized after it as well, spiritually. Uh, yeah, you'll be feeling well. Uh, you also find you've got a lot more patience as far as everything goes. You'll just be feeling way better throughout the day. Uh, so I just want to want you all to leave with uh, something you've started and not finished and finish that. So that's my challenge. Thank you all.